Welcome to Follow Your Fire, a podcast that helps you find purpose, confidence, and the courage to actually be you and live the big, juicy, wild life you sort of always wanted, but didn't really think was possible. It is. I'm Melissa Pinnell. I'm a life coach and a professional untamer, and I'm going to be your guide to unlearning all that is not serving you, finding your most truthful self, and making this life the one you always dreamed of. Let's go. Hey, everybody. I wanted to jump on here and talk about something I'm seeing both right now and always. And it's something I call unnecessary suffering. And that is just the difference between the pain that we really need to feel that has purpose and weight and realness, and then the unnecessary kind of rumination that is just harming ourselves and causing endless and needless suffering. So this podcast is going to be quick and dirty, but it's something I want you to just be able to recognize and implement today. So I'm just going to get into it. So you might have heard the term or the idea that life is suffering. And this might remind you of that old poster or bumper sticker that says like, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. But I think we should stop there for a second, because even though that sounds understandable, the definition of suffering is really just undergoing pain or hardship. And really, If you're like really present for life and actually feeling stuff and facing difficulty, that means you're going to suffer sometimes, right? If you're in the arena, as Brene Brown talks about quoting Roosevelt, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to feel pain. Being human means feeling pain, physical pain, emotional pain, existential pain, even peripheral pain when you see and witness suffering in other people. But it's not all bad news. We're going to distinguish between the real pain that you kind of need to feel because it's a part of a full and complete life. And then that unnecessary suffering that we're talking about that just is really caused by our minds. And ultimately, it comes down to this tool or this understanding of the idea of clean pain and dirty pain and being able to decipher between the two. So I first heard this term from a fellow coach. Her name is Anisha Amasli. She's amazing. But it's an idea that dates back to ancient Buddhist practices and principles. And, and the gist of it is just this. Clean pain is necessary and even helpful. Dirty pain is unnecessary suffering caused often by the mind. So the tool here is deciphering between the two. And this is so that you can intervene for yourself and kind of coach yourself out of dirty pain. So let's go over some examples because that is, I know how I learn best. So I'm going to give you some examples of clean pain. And it's going to be probably what you think it is. So clean pain is the the pain that we feel when something bad happens. And this could be a really big bad thing. This could be a small bad thing. It's just like a painful event. This could be something like being a victim of or a witness to something just terrible. It could be seeing or experiencing injustice. It could be finding out your partner is going to leave you. It could be losing a job, um, missing an opportunity really like losing someone or something that we love or, or even learning if someone else is suffering, right? If you learn that someone else is going through any of those things I just listed. So clean pain hurts really deeply and profoundly, the big, really painful moments, but it relates to things as they actually happened, right? The facts of the situation and the reality of the actual event. Dirty pain, on the other hand, that is when your mind just punishes you incessantly. And you'll experience an event, and then you'll do things like blame yourself for it, 
you'll ruminate about whose fault it was, you know, make it your fault or someone else's fault, whether they were actually responsible or not. You'll be shooting on yourself, right? She, she wouldn't have left if I had been more fun or if I had just told him to put on his seatbelt, he wouldn't have been so badly hurt or just any kind of arguing against reality. Like that shouldn't have happened or, or taking too much responsibility. Like if I had only done this, so it's trying to change things about the past in your head or making broad general generalizations about your life in the future. So just, it's like generally spinning out of control with thoughts around the pain, okay? So we're gonna do a couple kind of comparisons, all right? So an example of clean pain is I lost my job. Dirty pain from that is I lost my job and that means I must be a hopeless piece of crap, I'm unhirable, I'm undesirable, et cetera. Okay, another clean pain is, this is something that actually happened today, I smashed my child's finger earlier today and it hurt to see her crying and know that I caused it. That was painful. The dirty pain version of that is I smashed my child's finger, which means I'm reckless and unreliable and what else could go wrong if I'm so unreliable as a caregiver and she's gonna grow up with attachment issues. And obviously I fish these from my own brain. Like this is where my brain goes, if not intervened on. So another example of a big one for me, clean pain is that my mom died when I was 29 and I miss her a lot. Dirty pain is something like if I had just been a better daughter, maybe she would have lived longer. Or if she would have just eaten differently, if I would have just watched her diet, maybe if her boss had been nicer. You see how I'm kind of negotiating? And once again, these are thoughts I have thought, uh, unnecessary suffering around a very painful event. So hopefully you're seeing the difference. There's negotiations in dirty pain. There's shooting in dirty pain. There's generalizations in dirty pain stories that you tell around it. So I've mentioned recently that I designed a course that is launching soon and it's about how to stop hating social media. It's going to be called the art of social media. So I'll tell you more about it soon. But though, of course, it's actually dealing with social media. What it's really about is just becoming conscious of the stories and beliefs and actions that are driving you both online and off. So I break it down in a super simple way that really helps you to realize that the way you show up or don't on social media, the way you feel about it, even if it feels like this meaningless compartment of life, if you have negative feelings or like lingering ickiness around it, the course is gonna help you use social media as sort of a mechanism to become conscious and aware of other parts of real life. And it's a consciousness that's gonna allow you to engage differently and, and basically like blow your own mind over and over with how different your whole life can be if you'll just do some work around this online life. So if you're interested in that, um, please subscribe to my newsletter. The link is in the show notes. I'm going to talk more about it there, but I bring it up because we discuss this topic of clean pain and dirty pain as it relates to social media. And I'm going to give you a little snippet because I'm guessing it's something you might've experienced. So let's say you're scrolling online and you come across a news story that is just a complete example of horrific injustice in the world right? It's just very sad. A clean but painful belief here is something like there is injustice in the world and it, and it hurts me to see it. A dirty and painful belief is there is injustice and it will never get better. Or there is injustice and I can't do anything about it, right? Those feel differently. Okay, another example. A clean but painful belief is my friend and I have totally different opinions on this topic that I really care about. That's hard. A dirty, painful belief is, I should be able to change her mind, and if I can't, there's something wrong with one of us. 
there's something wrong with her. All right, another example is um, another clean but painful belief is people are sharing fake news and it's harming the collective opinion on real issues. That sucks. And a dirty but painful belief is people are sharing fake news and that's because they are ignorant and they're never going to change. So I'm going to write off this entire group of people and then just insert whatever group you want to write off. Right? So what we do in the course and what you can do right now is just to recognize where the clean pain is and just allow yourself to feel the sadness or the rage or the frustration, not resist it, right? We spend a lot of time resisting our feelings. When you just let yourself feel that and then you unearth the dirty pain, the unnecessary suffering, the generalizations you're making about people or yourself or the future or the world, and if need be, reframing these really painful realities with thoughts and beliefs that are actually helpful to you. And by that, I mean examples like, there is injustice in the world and it hurts to see, but I know I am going to take small actions every day to make the world a better place. Or another, another kind of reframing of a real clean pain belief is, people share fake news and that is frustrating. But I know that my well-being does not have to depend on what my cousin is sharing online. I know that I can keep working to give voice to issues and facts I care about and trust that there are lots of other really conscious people doing the same thing. So we just use some examples from social media and, and from life. And just recognizing the difference between these two, between clean pain and dirty pain, really allows you to stop suffering unnecessarily, right? and start actually processing real pain that you have. Because I mean, a little known fact is that most of what plagues us as humans is not reality, but it's our resistance to it. And it's not our feelings, it's our resistance to them. So I hope this differentiation between clean and dirty pain was helpful and it's something that you can implement today. And if you wanna hear more about this concept, come subscribe to my email list. I write weekly about these issues. I'd love to have you on there. And finally, as I mentioned, I have designed a course that's launching soon called The Art of Social Media. And it really just uses social media as the trailhead to change the way you engage, not just online, but in life. Because as I said, it might feel like an afterthought or like not a big part of your life, not important, but the way you do or don't show up on social media or just the way you feel about it has everything to do with how you're showing up to life and your relationships and other people and by changing the way you show up on there, you can really change everything. So if you've ever felt online, if you've ever felt overwhelmed with the state of the world or confusion about how to navigate conflict, anxious or confused or depressed when you're done scrolling, or just like you have to delete the apps because you're just done and you can't take it anymore, I designed this course for you. And in the course, you're gonna learn how to identify what's wrong with your current social media relationship, you're going to draw a connection between social media and real life issues. You're going to be able to identify and change the way you're showing up online and in life, you guys. Decide what you want to get from social media apps, which would be kind of nice in this time of largely physical distancing to have a positive relationship there. And then take measurable action to get the results you want, not just on social media, but in life. So ultimately, you're going to create a conscious, balanced, healthy relationship that it changes your online life but really it changes your real life and super excited about it. I hope you'll join me. 
If you want to hear more about this concept and this course, come subscribe to my email list. It's in the show notes. And I would love to connect with you on there. And ultimately, I hope that this has been helpful and that you can take this concept of clean pain and dirty pain and move forward into life empowered to stop suffering unnecessarily, right? There's enough difficulty in life. We don't need to suffer needlessly. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you got something out of this podcast and you want to support it and me, the best thing you could do is head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. And while you're at it, pass it to someone who might benefit. And lastly, as a coach, I help people unlock their potential through mindset, soul, and thought work. We find your zone of genius, what lights you up, and then the courage and confidence to live that life. You know, the one you dream about in the shower. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or you'd like to join my email list, you can reach me at followyourfire at gmail.com. That's followyourfire at gmail.com. You can also find me at followyourfirecoaching.com. Until then, go out and live that wild, powerful, and courageous truth inside of you. I am cheering you on the whole way. Thank you.